Hey, business owners, this is Rashad Brown with SwipeFast, located in Columbia, South Carolina. We are excited to be partnering with Jesse E. Canty in the How Bad Do You Want It podcast. Since 2017, SwipeFast has been helping business owners like you save up to 99% in their debit and credit card processing fees. So if you process business to business or business to consumer payments, we have solutions that will meet your needs and would love to hear from you. You can reach us at SwipeFast.com forward slash save. That's Swipe, spelled with the Y, or contact us at 1-800-597-0713. Don't forget to let us know that Jesse E. Canty sent you. Have a blessed day. Hey, this is Jesse Canty with another episode of How Bad Do You Want It? Listen, this episode here, I did not come to play with. There is a fire that's burning deep down within my spirit, and God has permitted me to come and share with the believer. There comes a time in your life when you got to stop and look where you are at in life and proclaim these words. I'm better than this. Can we talk about it? Let's do this thing. Yeah, man. Man of wisdom. Man of wisdom. From the pulpit to the podcast. From the pulpit to the podcast. To the podcast. Yeah. Jesse Canty. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of How Bad Do You Want It? This is your boy, Jesse E. Canty. This is episode number 84. 84, man. God has been good to us. I Like I said, this thing is going to be packed, so let me just don't waste no time and get right into it. Father, help me, God, to stay focused. Touch my body, touch my throat, God. Touch the ears and the mind of the believer, God. Let them be in your will, Father. Let them hear what you have to say and benefit from it. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I want to maximize every minute and every second of this episode so it don't waste your time, but it's going to fill your day. And I hope you share it with someone. <clears throat> That's right. It is entitled, I Am Better Than This. And listen, it's basically come to a place I've been sitting back and really want to hear from God. And I thank God for the people who've been messaging me and say, hey, where's my episode? I want I thought I'm going to hear episode today. You have really been a blessing to my spirit. But sometimes it's good for the one who's feeding others to hear from God, to just wait and see what God is saying to them and then become then come back to the uh, 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 to the to the to the to the kitchen and prepare what God uh, uh, has given you to share to other people. This is what he has done with me. The thing that's been burning in my spirit is you got to have a determination inside of your spirit that you are going to reach your destiny. There are some things that God been speaking to me, but he had permitted me to come and share it with you because he told me I'm not the only one uh, that's feeling this way. But there come a time that you have to begin to look at your situation, look at your environment, look at the things that you have came to place in life and even listen to what the enemy has been saying to you. And I know we are taught not to listen, but since he going to talk, well, you got to sometimes listen what he has to say. So your adversary throw these words at you and then you got to know how to come back at him. If you're going to defeat your enemy, this is what the army taught me. If you're going to defeat your enemy, you cannot defeat your enemy that you have not educated yourself uh, 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 for. You got to know what he's coming at you with. And the enemy has been hitting you with your confidence. He has been hitting you with all types of things and all types of stuff that's making you doubt the God that have called you. 
that's making you doubt the thing that you're carrying, that's making you doubt this. Listen, I hear God speaking on this one. That's making you doubt the season you are in. Some of you have convinced yourself that you are not in the season when the man of God, when the word of God, and when the voice of God have told you otherwise that this was your year, that this was your month, that this was your day, that this is your week, and that this is your job, that this is your home. Everything that he told you he was going to bless you, he has spoken to you, but you have allowed Allow the enemy to convince you otherwise. And God says, you got to look around and begin to tell yourself, wait a minute, I am better than this. If the enemy have you bound like he had Samson bound, he they was mocking Samson. They put him on a wheel. They had made him go around in circles, which means a cycle. They took Samson life like they're trying to take yours. They're trying to remove your vision and make you just work at a wheel and go in cycles and go in cycles and go in cycles that will frustrate you, that will drain you of your hope, that will kill you of your faith. But Samson had something that working for him that you got working for you. Samson's strength began to return within him. And I'm so grateful to God. There's times I'm not as strong as you see I am now, but I thank God when I'm at my weakest moment, he began to cause my strength to come back to me. And when he calls your strength to come back to you, now your strength also restores your vision. The strength not only restores your vision, but when it restores your vision, it restores your faith. When it restores your faith, it restores your determination. And you have to begin to look around you and say, I will not die here in this cycle that my life has been in. I am better than this. Now you can judge me if you want to. I didn't say I'm better than you. I didn't say I'm better than anybody else, but I know one thing, Jesse Ken is better than this. And I will not die disappointing God. I will not die not fulfilling my, my, my destiny and what God have caused me to do. He have already brought me from a long way. And I'm talking to you. Let me talk to you this morning. He have already brought you from a mighty long way. And you got to refuse to die. It's like Christ on his way to Calvary. He had to go by the whipping post. He had to go through Gethsemane. Those are the places he was ordained to pass through. I'm pretty sure at some point in time, Christ thought, felt he felt his body wanted him to die in Gethsemane. I'm pretty sure at some point his body wanted him to die uh, at the whipping post. But I guarantee you something deep down within Christ says, I am better than this and I will not die here. I would not die at the, oh, listen to this, buddy. I would not, thank you, Lord. I would not die at the time and determination of my enemy. Ooh, that's good right there, boy. Man, my hand should have been on the exploding button right there. I will not die at the determination and the plan of my enemy. That's what Christ had to determine. I know you're whipping me, but I will not die at your determination and at the place you tell me to die. And Jesus even said that he said, no man take my life. He said, I lay it down. If I lay it down, I have the power to pick it back up. So in other words, he was basically saying, I'm better than this. So when you got enemies that's trying to kill you, and I'm talking about uh, demonic spirits, whether they're working through the spiritual realm or whether they're working through people, let me tell you what they are trying to do. They are trying to kill your faith in what God has for you. First Peter says something like this. Uh, it's in, if it's in first chapter, I don't remember what verse it was. It said that the trial of your faith being much more precious, precious than gold that perishes, though it be tried with 
fire might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. It means that your faith is on trial. The enemy will look and examine the authenticity of your faith. I see your praise dance. I'm telling y'all, half of the stuff we do in church is just spiritual exercise. Calisthenics. That's all it is. Demons don't run because you don't got your little praise break. Demons don't run because you don't sweat it out your weed. Demons don't run because of perm. Demons don't run because of that. They are sitting there and examine your faith. They see your proclamations. They see your highlighting your scripture. They see you dancing. They see you excited. They say you shaking and falling in the spirit. And I'm not mocking that. I only mock it when that's what you got. But then when it's time to get down where the rubber meet the road, you give out. Demons, the Bible said that your your faith is on trial. Look at a real trial. Look at Johnny Cochran and O.J. Simpson. Johnny Cochran broke that trial down. He began to examine that thing from different point of view. And if he found something as small as a glove, he looked back and says, if the glove don't fit, you must quit. The enemy will find one small thing to fight you with. And sometimes he can take one thing to mess with your head and cause you to lose the whole trial. Lose faith in God. That's what I'm saying. Don't lose faith in God. Don't allow the enemy to talk you out of what God placed you into. Don't allow the enemy to move you from what God had placed you right in front of and told you to go pursue it. Watch this. I'm going to show you how you got to handle your enemy when they're coming at you. And I'm talking about your physical enemy, your spiritual enemy, but he also can use our flesh and blood. And I'm going to show you in scripture how you handle that right quick. <clears throat> First of all, let me tell you about a horse. I seen something on uh, the picture. No, let me give you the scripture first here. Uh, first Peter, where's the scripture coming from? No, Matthew, Matthew oh, one of the most powerful verses God ever showed me. Ooh, man, Matthew chapter 12, verse 14 and 15. I'm going to read it two times, and then I'm going to get on out of this and keep on going. And see, see if you catch it when I read it. Then the Pharisees went out, verse 14, then the Pharisees went out and held a council against Jesus. It says him against Jesus, how they might destroy him. But when Jesus knew it, he withdrew himself from thence and great multitudes followed him and he healed them all. Verse 15, I'm going to show you what God showed me slowly reading that. He says, Jesse, whenever you got enemies working against you, devising to stop you, and you know they ain't no good, and you know they're not before you, and you know they don't like you, and you know they're trying to kill you, and you know they'll try to destroy your faith. He says, always remember what Jesus did here, and that's how you handle your enemies. Then the Pharisees went out and held a council against Jesus. They began to discuss amongst themselves how they might destroy him. But the next verse says that Jesus did this. But when Jesus knew it, when he discovered the plot of the enemy, when he discovered that they was not for him, when he discovered that they was trying to destroy him, the Bible says he withdrew himself from this, let me tell you something that God told me a long time ago. That's how you handle your enemies. He says, whenever you find out that whether it's the enemy using people or whether the enemy been working in your mind in a certain area, he says, withdraw yourself from your enemy. 
You do not have to allow the enemy to keep using your mind over the same thing. You do not allow the enemy to keep making you a punching bag or allowing the enemy to you know that they're trying to destroy you. Withdraw yourself. Because your mind is the strongest thing you have to feed your faith. I said something, man. Let me hit that one. Your mind is the strongest thing that you have that's going to feed your faith. I was on Facebook the other night, Facebook. I was searching some things the other day. I came across a picture. I may post it on my page today, on my Facebook page. If y'all need to see it, go to my Facebook page. I'll put it on there. I came across, across a picture that had a horse. And I know a little something, something about horses. Horses, man, can pull more than their own weight. Thousands of pounds, 7,000 pounds, 8,000 pounds. Horses can pull more than their own weight. But let me show you something that was true. This wasn't something that they made up. This horse was tied, T-I-E-D. He was tied to a garden chair, a plastic garden chair. And when I did research on this picture to see if it was just something they did, it was a true illustration they came up with. And it proves this. Something, sometimes the thing that is holding us back is all in our head. It's all in our head, the thing that's holding us back. So what you have to learn to do is break free of that mindset. Now, I'm going to give you some powerful quotes. And I'm going to run through them real quick because I only got about 15 minutes to go. But you got to hear every one of these quotes, man. You got to break free of that stuff that's in your mind and you got to begin to decree and declare, I'm better than this. Just for a pause, just for a pause for the cause. I want you to repeat right now with me. Say, I'm better than this. No, you didn't say it good enough. Come on, say it again. I'm better than this. You have to have that determination and you got to have a little attitude with it too so you can stir yourself up. I don't care what the enemy says. What God has planted in me is gold, baby. What God has for me, I don't care. Let the enemy ridicule my wall like he did Nehemiah if you want to. When you get through in 52 days, it's going to be built and restored. You're going to complete what God has for you. Listen what Zig Ziglar says. If you are not willing to learn, no one can help you. And if you are determined to learn, no one can stop you. Oh, my God, my God. Boy, I'm sitting here right now. As I do this episode with you, I got a bat in my hand. I keep swinging because I feel like knocking something out the park right now. And the reason I'm saying that, I'm not going off emotions or nothing of that stuff. But when God began to speak to me and said, Jesse, you have just stepped your toe. You have just put your toe into it. If you let me condition your mind, if you let the mind of Christ be inside your mind, he said, you cannot and start learning what God is speaking to you and what he says, believe it. If you are not willing to learn, nobody can help you. But God told me, if you're determined to learn, no one can stop you. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to believe the reports of the Lord. Listen to what Martin Luther King, Dr. Martin Luther King says. He says, if a man is called a, a sweet streeper, he should sweep streets, even as Michelangelo painted or Beethoven composed music or Shakespeare wrote poetry. He should sweep streets, sweep streets so well that all the host of heaven and earth will pause and say, here lies the great sweet streeper who did his job well. That means when you know what you have been called to do, 
Do it if you don't. I don't care how people look down on you. Do it with the faith that God have given you. Do it with every ounce of strength that he have given you. Because when you do it and do it and do it well, I'm going to tell you everything on earth. And I believe what Dr. King says, even the host of heaven will begin to honor what you do and what you have done because you did it well. Let me show you something. I know this probably don't fit in here, but it just came to me. Is y'all don't know? Well, you, you out, most of us heard of the woman of God named um, uh, Prophet uh, Jakaya Carr, Jakaya Carr, something like that. I had I thought I had a name written down, but um, I'm not going to name the job. I'm not going to name the thing I was doing at that time because that's irrelevant right now. But uh, it's spiritual. It's something that God had told me to do. But I was tired. I was frustrated. I was at the week in my weakest end. I was feeling like what I was doing was no longer effective. I was now listen to me now. I was doing what the Lord had told me to do, but I felt like it was no longer effective. I felt that my fire was going out, but I kept pushing myself to do what God told me to do because I refuse. I don't have no problem with letting you down, but I don't want to let God down. So I was even going and en route to the place to do what God have already called me to do. And I was alone and on my motorcycle that time and going there and I was going with tears. Tears was falling down my eyes. And then uh, Prophet Carson song came on that says, this won't be my story no more. And when I got off the exit to pull into where I had to go, it kept repeating over. This won't be my story no more. That's what she kept on saying. And all of a sudden, the spirit of God almost raptured me on that bike. That's how it felt like I did. It almost raptured me on that bike when I was pulling into a place to do what the Lord told me to do. And I was tired of doing it. I've been faithful for a long time. I felt like I was no longer effective, but I heard God speak to me through that Psalm. This will not always be your story. This won't be your story no more. And when the Lord let me know that change was coming, he was also letting me know, not disrespecting where I was. He says he also let me know you are better than this. Don't you write yourself off because I got more in store for you. All you got to do is have the mind to believe what I said. Listen to what Dr. Marcus Garvey. I don't know why we ain't been quoting Marcus Garvey. We've been sleeping on him, black folks. I'm telling you, this man has been saying some profound stuff. You know, he has said profound things in his lifetime. Yeah, I know he's gone now. Listen to what he said. Never forget that intelligence rules the world and ignorance carries the burden. Therefore, remove yourself as far as possible from ignorance and seek as far as possible to be intelligent. Do not let the, my, the enemy keep our mind uh, uh, in a place of ignorance. Because ignorance will always, ignorance is the one that's called to carry the burden. That's why that's why it, 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 the enemy would, uh, would use slaves to do the work that they didn't want to do. And they will refuse the slaves the ability to read or write because intelligence rules the world. Ignorance carries the burden. Remove yourself. And he said again, as far as possible from ignorance and seek as far as possible to be intelligent. I'm going to believe what God said. I'm going to believe what God said and I'll be able to rule. If I can't rule the world, I'm going to at least rule my world. And I'm going to do it through the spirit of God as he lead me. And when I tell myself, 
I am better than this. Listen with Dr. Marcus Garvey also said, I got two more quotes for his. He said, take advantage of every opportunity where there is none. Make an opportunity for yourself. Ooh, that's good to me, man. Well, I ain't got no opportunity, man. Cut that person off. Either you're going to get encouraged for what I'm trying to encourage you or you're not the one. I ain't going to spend all day long trying to put water in a broken glass. Take advantage of every opportunity. And where there is no opportunity, make it for yourself. Make an opportunity from that thing. Dr. Garvey also says we are going to emancipate ourselves from the mental slavery because while others might free the body, none but ourselves can free the mind. The man, listen, now that brought me back to that picture with that horse. I don't know if I finished saying it or not, but the horse was tied to a lawn chair. The horse was standing still because he felt he was tied down and couldn't move. But the horse that's able to carry or pull, he can pull more weight than he can carry. All he had to do, he could trot, he could run free with the, with the chair there. But the enemy done gave you some type of sickness or he done put something on your record or you done went through a divorce or you done had this and then you don't think you can be used or you can't get to where God wants you to be. Can I say it right now? The devil is a liar. Now, finishing this quote, the man who is not able to develop and use his mind is bound to be the slave of the other man who uses his mind. That's Dr. Garvey. I'm going to say it again. We are going to emancipate ourselves from slave, mental slavery because while others might free the body, none of ourselves can free the mind. The man who is not able to develop and use his mind is bound to be the slave of the other man who uses his mind. I'm telling you, you can set yourself, your life on fire. You can set your life to the place where God wants you to be, but you got to determine to yourself. The prodigal son who kept going down, he lost all of his wages, all of his money. You know where he was, according to the book of Luke. Then the Bible says something that's profound. It says that then the prodigal son thought about what he had at back at home. And when he thought about who he was and what he had back at home, the next thing that came out of his mouth, because his mind started to change. And when your mind changed, your mouth ought to follow. The next thing that came out of his mouth was, I will arise. And then he said, go to my father's house. But catch those three words. I will arise. The reason I'm in, I'm in the lowest place in my life, but I'm going to begin to come back up right when I change my mind. Listen to this other quote. Your life will get better when you realize it's better to be alone than to chase people who really don't care about you. Yeah, man. You are not called by God to keep serving and chasing people who don't care about you who don't care about what's in you, who don't care about what God wants to do through you, who don't care about what God is saying through you, who, who don't want to be helped. Jesus would dust the kick the dust off his feet, which is equivalent to go and brush your shoulders off and get the dust off your shoulder and keep it stepping. Or my wife, Kim, K-I-M, like to say, keep it moving. Do not waste your time trying to convince people of what God has placed in you or where you're going because you're never going to see yourself or you're never going to uh, uh, reach what God has for you because you're wasting it on people who don't even believe in you. So what you got to do, I heard somebody say one time before, you got to learn to kill them with success and then bury them with a smile. Oh, that's good right there. 
I survived because the fire inside of me burned brighter than the fire around me. That's another quote I read. I survived because the fire, you are going to survive the stain that you're going through right now. And you got to have this breakthrough. God is trying to bring you to a place of breakthrough. And the only way you're going to survive it is because the fire that's burning inside of you. Let me read that again. He said, because the fire that's burning inside of me is brighter than the fire that's burning around me. The fire that's trying to destroy me on the outside, it's, it's, it's raging, man. The enemy and all his hell's forces, that's what it feel like. All his hell forces is trying to destroy you. But the fire that's burning inside of you is greater. It's burning brighter than the fire that's around you. And that fire is the fire of determination. I'm going to give you two quotes from Yoda. Yep, you mean the man of God is going to quote Yoda? Yeah, because Yoda said two things that's profound in this thing. Yoda said, train yourself to let go of everything you fear to lose. Oh, that's good. He says, train yourself because it ain't going to be easy. Let go of what you fear to lose. When God is trying to show you and remind you that you are better than this, that means that you have not even seen I'm going to have to quote part of the scripture, not trying to misquote the scripture, but it says this. Eyes have not seen, your ears have not heard, neither have in it your hearts the thing that the Lord has prepared for them to love, but he will reveal it to you through his spirit. And that means a lot of stuff, but I do also believe it means the thing that God has in store for you. In other words, if there's a man that's sitting there and think about committing suicide because he ain't got nothing to live for. But before I do that, let me thank God for what he done. And by the time you start thanking God for what he done, it makes sense to your mind and say, wait a minute. If he done that for me and I'm here, that means I am not finished. That means he could not have done all that for me, for me to die right here. And you have messed around and encouraged yourself that, listen here, God got more in store for you. And you are better than where you have come to in life. But you have to let go of everything you fear to lose. If I fail at A, that's all right here. Give me B. If I look like a fool at B, that's okay. I try C. If C don't work, then I go to D. If you're talking junk about me at D, he'll put me to E. Do you understand the mindset I'm saying? You got to get forget what folks say about you or how you may look and train yourself to let go of all of that's worrying you so you can grab hold of what God promised to you. Last thing that Yoda said, that's the last quote I'm reading. And it took me a couple of times to read this to get it, but it made much sense once I got it. He says, Luke says this, I can't believe it. And then Yoda respond, that is why you fail. If you can't believe what God is saying to you, that is the reason you fail. He'll use anything to speak to you. And if you want to, and you want to call me a, 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 a what the Bible call a jackass, that's all right. God used Balaam too. He used Balaam donkey too. He caused the donkey to talk. And if all I am today is a jackass talking to you, according to the scripture, I ain't trying to cuss. If that's all I am, that's okay. Don't throw it away. God is speaking to you. You are better than this. You are better than this. 
Look at your account sometime. And God used to remind me, I used to leave the walk ATM. I remember one day I went to the ATM to get out some money and I couldn't get out what I wanted to get out. So when I got out, I was frustrated. It broke my heart when I saw that balance because here I am leading my family, trying to go somewhere. And I was going to get back in the car with my family and my kid, my wife, and I was going to fuss. But I sat down in that car and God word came out of my mouth. I looked at my, my wife and she thought it was funny. And I said, Kim. My ATM is lying on me. She said, what you mean? I said, it's telling me I got this balance, but I see greater. I I shut that up. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm telling you, man, I was at that time in my life where God spoke to me and I started telling my wife that more often. I said, my bank account, I used to call and say, what my balance? And they'll say $321. And I said again, my bank account is lying on me because the day is going to come where it's going to be a whole lot more over that. But this is going to be my next podcast. But that will be what I'm going to tell you now. But when the day come, until the day come, here we go. I'm going to close it out until the day come. Meanwhile, I'm going to be faithful over the few. That's going to be my next podcast, man, because God is speaking to me how he's getting ready to make you ruler over many. But I had to learn to be faithful over where I was. And I had to also learn to see greater and knew that greater was coming on the horizon. I told my wife and kids, my bank account is lying on me. And what I spoke 15 years ago, maybe 20, 20 years ago, what I spoke to my kids, here I am living every day, no up days and down days by the grace and glory of God. Every day, my bank account count is manifesting truth to what I spoke years ago. And all the praise belong to God, but all the work and believing and challenging God says it goes to you because you believed. God did it, but he worked through your mind and your mouth and your faith to do it. Do you believe it? And let me end it with the, with the famous question. How bad do you want it then? Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I pray that this broadcast was this episode was a blessing to somebody. God, you be praised. You be glorified, Father. And thank you. Send the angels to help me even with this next one, God, as I go into it. Give you praise, honor, and glory. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Love y'all. Y'all have a blessed day. Hey, this is Jesse Canton, man. I wanted to just say before you listen to this podcast, thank you for taking the time to download this podcast. Listen, I need your help. If this podcast have ever been a blessing to you, drop me an email. Let me know. Give me some feedback. This podcast is heard in over 
59, over 60 countries and over 860 cities. Drop me an email at Jesse Canty, J-E-S-S-E-C-A-N-T-Y podcast at yahoo.com. I want you to let me know how it's been a blessing to you. Maybe you want to donate. If you've been blessed by this thing, you can donate at uh, Jesse E. Canty on Cash App or even Zell me or at least pray for me. Do something to help the brother out. I want to tell you thank you again and I hope this episode bless you.